For more interviews with leading figures in Asia from the world of business and beyond, head to the App Store or Google Play to download the Tiger Hall app. You sleep through your alarm, your shower runs freezing cold, you burn your toast, you get stuck in traffic on your way to work, you're late for your morning meeting, and your boss is annoyed. And then you go on to have an amazing, happy day. Would this be possible for you? We are in the Tiger Hall with Zarina Lamb Stanford, the Chief Marketing Officer at Cinity and former Head of Marketing at SAP and VP of Marketing at IBM. Zarina, you pride yourself in being able to stay motivated even on a bad day when a lot of people would be ready to go home and curl up. So can you tell me, what do you do when you're having a bad day and how can you turn that around? Yeah, I I think this is the reality is that every one of us is going to have a bad day. Sometimes a little bit more than just one or two. And I think in my mind, the most important part is to have the right perspective, have the right bearing and uh, oftentimes what I catch myself doing is that if I know that something's really bothering me, whether it's some of the conditions you just talked about or I just ate something wrong or something, uh, I'm really going to ask myself and say, what's causing it? Why am I feeling the way I'm feeling? And then I turned it around and say, how am I going to take action and learn from it? And uh, I'll give an example, right? There are times and maybe less of the morning, you know, you go on the day at work and you may have a meeting that just didn't quite exactly go the way you wanted to. I think we all have those situations. And what I normally do is I take a deep breath. I walk out of the meeting and I'll kind of reflect and run through a few of the conversations. And usually very quickly, you can identify that one or two sources that kind of created that tension in my own self. I take a deep breath. I then ask myself, how do I learn from it? I I think it's about turning the rough day to become a learning experience. So that's your your philosophy in a sense, Mm -hmm. learning. Learning, grow. And how can you identify things that you can manage to accomplish even on days when you are running low on motivation? I, I think the most important part is that if I end the day thinking that I've learned and I've grown from the day or the experience, I feel very good. Okay, but let's say you're having like a really, really bad day and you have so many things to do. So what are the steps you can take to actually figure out these things that you have to accomplish? Yeah, so to get things done, I got to first of all tell myself is none of this is personal, number one. Because if we think it's personal, it's going to skew the entire perspective of how I'm going to handle the situation. The second thing is that you got to put the business at hand back at hand, right? Emotion sometimes is great if it is positive emotions, but if it is the negative one that's causing that delay quickly, and by the way, I do talk to myself often. I think it's, to me, it's very healthy to kind of ask myself, why was I reacting the way I did? Oh, what what's causing that? And I need to tell myself to very quickly to readjust. Is there a particular mindset or philosophy that helps you through when you're not feeling motivated to work? Yeah, I, I love the fact that you use the word mindset. Mindset or the perspective is the most powerful ammunition a person have. And having the growth mindset and having the openness and the willing to learn 
that brings in the growth mindset is probably the number one most important skill for anyone. And this positive mindset that you've just described, what what is the most underrated way of actually succeeding in this? Yeah, I, I think the number one way of doing that is to just understand and tell yourself, which I do often, it's to say, is a learning opportunity. I learn more about myself. I will learn more about the situations. I would learn more about people around me. But take advantage of that. Do you ever, for example, try out uh, things like yoga or meditation? I know you've just talked about yeah. breathing, but I mean, I myself, I've tried out yoga a couple of times when I'm just having that bad day. Is that something you do? I do. I totally do that. In fact, the other thing I also do, which is kind of a little bit unorthodox, I actually scream. Uh, scream? Scream, yeah. I literally would, if I can go into a locked room or go into my car and I just scream, <laughs> that release of the pressure is amazing. I mean, it's a physical body, right? It's just like a pot is, is you know, boiling. And it's going to keep screaming at you if you don't either stop the fire or you know, open the lid. I know what you mean, but what do, how do your colleagues react to that <laughs> when they see you sort of screaming in a locked room or something? Like, Well, I, I guess, first of all, I got to do it in a very tactful way. You got to find a way to not cause any scene. I mean, I don't, <laughs> I, don't, I don't have a rough day or a rough moment, and then I go around the corner and scream. That's not quite... You got to really be thinking, find the right moment. And then... Learn to contain the moment and then find a moment to release. Zarina, I know that you've described all these you know, amazing steps that a person can take if they're having a bad day. But what if it goes beyond that? What if it's just a negative downward spiral of thoughts and they just can't seem to escape it and it happens to the best of us? Mm-hmm. What do you do then? Is there a strategy that you can take? Yeah, I hope that doesn't happen too often for folks, but we all experience those days, those moments. I think the number one most important thing to do is almost like a reset of your own mind, um, which, you know, you mentioned earlier about meditation, right? Um, meditation is an approach to just kind of train our mind to look at things, and in this case, to not be thinking particular things. And I think we need to let go letting go of whatever may be that physical source or that mental sources that caused that frustration or that, that you know, whatever went wrong. Um, I think it's important for us to take back and step back and say, like I said, take a deep breath and really, really understand is what is causing me to react the way I am. And if I continue to do it that way, I'm down spiraling. And we need to be cognizant of the fact is that it's up to you. It's our choice. It's my own choice to say, do I want to continue to let this infect my, the rest of my body? Or do I want to take a deliberate switch on and a switch off? Yeah, I think that's definitely the ideal situation. But I suppose the reality of it is that sometimes people might not really be that much in tune with yeah. you know their mind or their awareness it, it can be quite difficult I think to be in tune with your emotions so let's say if someone is struggling to get in tune with that mindset and resetting is there something you would suggest uh, for example diving into a certain task or taking a walk you know these physical things that they could do yeah I, and I think that's a great example right when we take a different physical uh, action, you're shifting the balance. 
And that's exactly what it's going to take. Uh, as you were just saying that too, one thought comes to mind is that maybe your practice makes perfect, right? The 10,000 hours rule, I mean, as an example that um, often talked about. I think that there are times we should also be confident to say is that learn when to ask for help. And there are times, and this is why we have families, this is why we have friends, and this is why, you know, sometimes, you know, have, having a conversation with myself as an example is an important healthy practice. Not to say, you know, having the down spiraling too often, because if it's too often, something is really probably not right. But it's helpful to talk about it. It's helpful to just drop something down. You know, if, if I'm really, really stressed, I just would walk away, like you said, right? Just say, let me pause here, and I'm going to go walk away if I can afford a time. Since I'm here in Singapore, I would go sometime get a massage. And just getting the body, because we are a physical machine, and the physical machine needs the fit, needs the tuning. You know, and... Um, it's, it's amazing the mind is the mastermind of the body. I still think that they have to go back to what do I do about it and don't get down spiraling thinking. It's a mindset. All right. Well, you've already touched on this earlier, but for anyone listening to this who is hit particularly hard by bad days, what are the top three actionable things that you'd like them to remember? Yeah, I think first of all is to have the mindset that this is an opportunity to learn. A bad day typically throw us off from being in our comfort zone. Being out of the comfort zone and being able to learn from it is the most important thing, number one. Number two is that if there are things that can make you feel more comfortable, having a chamomile tea or, you know, dressing in the right color or whatever that might be, do it. Do things to make yourself comfortable. And then the last is that don't take anything personal. I think also, uh, just as a final thought, we do need to be cognizant is that if you ask yourself or see people who are on a habitual basis or consistent basis having bad days, I would really ask that, take the opportunity to reflect. It's either because you're really working in the wrong place or that there's something maybe the body, your own body is telling you to take care of yourself. And uh, because there are, you know, in today's world, when, when we talk a lot about mental wellness, that's really important. If it happens all the time, that's not right. Right. 